Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ray's Music Reviews. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Today, we will be recapping over some of our favorite projects, albums of 2021. I am here with... KP. And, uh, oh, by the way, I am Ray of Ray's Music Reviews. Is there anything else... Check us out anywhere that you check out podcasts. You can get us on Spotify. You can get us on your iPhone. You can get us on iHeartRadio app. Like us. Give us all the stars. Uh, unless you don't, in which case that's that's completely fine. I, I respect No, that. we need all the stars. Okay. What are we talking about today, Ray? <laughs> um, we are talking about just albums that we liked over the la- over 2021, which is over. It is over. Which is, it's 2022 now. What were some of your favorite records? Now, I, I had a top five set up, but um, if, if you just like some uh, just some albums that didn't make it that I'd like to mention. Give us some honorable mentions. Okay. Silk Sonic, An Evening with Silk Sonic. Um, Anderson Pock. Anderson Pock and uh, Bruno Mars. The fabulous Bruno Mars. Mm. Got any others? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is very good. I love it. I love that record. Yeah. It's the most fun I had in... Yeah, pristine. Dude, it, it's a such a great R&B funk record, and the content is so clever and funny, and yeah. just, it's a wonderful record. The guest stars, Bootsy Collins, Thundercat, just, it, it's, it's wonderful. The whole setup, uh, Bruno is a spectacular singer, Anderson Pock and him, he have figured out a collaboration that is bigger than they are it's it's wonderful mm-hmm. it is fun it is very fun i had playboy cardi's whole lot of red um this album actually grew on me quite a bit playboy cardi's whole lot of red um technically this came out in 2020 but it was like just it was like on christmas day so like yeah <laughs> what are you gonna do i think this was actually rolling stone's album of the year and i can see it um, I can certainly see it, especially when it comes to how it influenced the entire sound of this year. I believe they called it the most forward-thinking hip-hop album since Yeezus, which high praise. Yeah. Um, do I disagree? Probably. Uh, <laughs> I do not think it is as good as Yeezus, but I think it's probably my favorite Playboy Cardi album. Uh, pretty much all of Playboy Cardi's stuff has grown on me. Whenever I first listen to it, I'm like, eh. But then, over time, I start to like it more. And this is still probably my favorite. And this is probably my favorite of his work that he's done. And um, the next two are some that I'm that uh, some are probably really surprised that didn't make the list. Tyler, the Creator's Call Me If You Get Lost. And Little Sims, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. I'll probably briefly describe sometimes I might be introvert do uh simply sometimes I might be introvert was like the album of this year and while I really liked it I didn't really like it as much as everyone else did I thought it was very good uh I think some people calling this one of the greatest hip-hop albums ever made need to calm down right prisoner of the moment (laughs) yes but it is very good it's probably the best UK hip-hop album I've heard. I'll say that. Uh, Though that's not necessarily my genre. Going to uh, Call Me If You Get Lost, uh, this one barely did not make the top five. It's like number six. Call Me If You Get Lost barely did not make the list. While while I do really like it, I feel like during some of it, Tyler can kind of come off as a jerk. 
<laughs> right. And and I I do I do really love this album, but uh I feel like there 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 there's probably like one song that I don't necessarily remember that much. Mhm. <laughs> I, I, it was probably my album of the year when I first heard it. I kept listening to it constantly. Mm-hmm. Wilshire is still really good, though. Okay. Uh, and uh, the couple oh, songs and, and, and everything. And uh, Sweet, I Thought You Wanted to Dance is really good. This, this is just a really good album. But it didn't make a top five for me. Is there anything you would like to point out before I go into my top five? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, number five is... Sorry, I listened to this album, but I never learned how to pronounce this band's name because they're foreign. Okay. <laughs> they're like a Japanese emo uh, shoegaze. Uh, they're, no, they're more just Japanese shoegaze. They're a Japanese shoegaze album called Pranul. Pranul. Uh, I don't think that's how you... I, I should probably... Uh, yeah, the album I... is called To See the Next Part of the Dream. <laughs> um, it was an, It's a, a very good Japanese shoegaze record okay. that I really liked. Moving on to number four, uh, JPEG Mafia's LP. Probably my favorite Peggy album. I was never the I was never like the hugest into Peggy's work. I mean, I, I always quite liked him, mm-hmm. but um, I, I don't know. It's that, that that sometimes like that that really uh, <laughs> that really abstract stuff. Like not not even just Death Grips, but just that that certain type of area of like really experimental hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes I cannot be too particularly crazy like about that. Yes, but uh, this specific album I did really like. Also, um, Hazard Duty Pay, which is a song that did that is not on Spotify that JPEG Mafia released this year. Probably one of my songs of the year. Uh, probably top three. Uh, that sample is heavenly. And it is an absolute crime that is not on Spotify. Number three, top three, uh, Lingua Ignota's Sinner Get Ready. <laughs> this album is insane. Uh, it is extremely close to a, like a, re- it, it's like a religious experience. Lingua Ignota, just in general, is really crazy because she makes a lot of, like, really harsh stuff. I wouldn't necessarily call it, like, atmospheric black metal. But it's just extremely harsh work. Actually, I think uh, Jared, New Japan Jared, he really likes uh, Lingua Ignota, specifically um, the album she released in, like, 2019. Uh, but whenever she makes an album, it's an experience. This <laughs> Sinner Get Ready is just transcendent. A lot of the instrumentals, a lot of the vocals, everything, it's just so invoking of this religious experience. And I, and it's uh, it's difficult not to get swept up in it. Really, really good LP. At number two, I have Donda uh, by Kanye. And while I don't think think technically, uh, like like if I were due to this by an objective standpoint, I don't think I'd put Donda this high. There's something about this album that's really compelling to me. Yeah, it's too long. Yeah, it's got some filler. But um, I also think that there's that it's gorgeous, and uh, nobody else could have made it. There's also something to be said for unloading the whole clip. He gave you every he gave you all the music he had in him over that time period. Yeah. All at one time. You know, and sometimes uh, a artist will cut it down to ten tracks and that's fine, but be, just because those are the ten tracks he thinks people will like the most doesn't mean 
that somewhere in there, those other five tracks or whatever might not reach somebody in a way that everybody doesn't like what you like. And yeah. you, you, how many times have you heard an artist say they hate their their favorites, the, the, the most popular song? Yeah. I didn't like that, or it wasn't even going to be on the album. Somebody made me do it. Now I've been singing it for 10 years. It's like I'm cursed by this song. If you unload the clip, you give me everything you have. I can fast forward over stuff I don't like. I can do whatever, but I can at least understand where you were in that moment and kind of get the whole process of who you were in that time period in which you get you created this record. Yeah, and there are so many standouts off of Donda. I mean, uh, just going into it, um, Jail. The fact that they he opened the album with a feature from Jay Z. Mm-hmm. The work of a madman. Mm-hmm. Um, off the grid, hurricane with weekend. Weekend sounds like an angel. <laughs> Might be the best vocal performance I've ever heard from him. Believe what I say with that Lauren Hill sample. Twenty four, which might just be my favorite song on the whole thing. Moon, heaven and hell. Pure souls has a really great hook. Come, come to life is also a song like twenty four, where it's probably a top two on the album it's just there's there's so much stuff that is great on donda that i i can't help but not really love it my number one album of the year was injury reserves by the time i get to phoenix Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to talk about this album because uh there is kind of a tragic backstory but just know that outside is one of the best album openers I probably ever heard. Bar none. Uh, it's just, it's so good at creating this anxiety. And going from that into Superman That and SS San Francisco, Knees is quite good too. This is like head and shoulders. Not only do I think this is my favorite album of the year but i also firmly believe this is the best album of the year do you want to tell us the backstory um a member of the group died okay and Uh, that and that drove them into this now uh my my album of the year was crawler by idols it was uh one of the few records that really well it didn't hurt that we saw him this year it did not right in the couple of tracks were coming out right as we saw them. Uh, the Beachland Beach Ballroom Ball. came out, and that was odd because it comes out before the album comes out, and you realize they're going in a different direction. Yeah, and, and it's a it's a hollow sound. It's a glowing sound. It's slower. He's having to sing a little bit more. The first track is almost an MTT four twenty, or it's almost an intro to the album. It is written very much in a concept album scenario. It is about alcoholism however if you don't go in knowing that it's about alcoholism and trying to fight your way out of those scenarios you might not get that but you do know it's about dealing with your turmoil that that is inside of you and i think it's two separate it's so strange to hear him and the whole band go go in a different direction from what we've heard before and they have Ultramano was a little bit of a turn, and this is a, a bigger turn. There are times when he does his version of what an R&B vocal would be. However, obviously, he is a scruffy-voiced man, and the the 
band isn't an R and B band, but there are still there's a purity in what he's doing that drives you into these different places that they hadn't gotten you before. And I think that it's a well just a well done record. And at the beginning there is a dive into just like alcohol is just like any addiction, there's a dive into the fall of becoming helpless or whatever motivates you to get out of it. And then towards the end it begins to push you away from or you begin to climb out of these crawl is literally about crawling out of the self discontent, right? Yeah. It's such a I just think it's really, really well done and I, I loved it. Love yeah. the record. Yeah. And the other the other record that got me, you mentioned earlier, it was one of your didn't quite make it albums with yeah. With Anderson Park and Bruno, I just love that record. Evening with Salt Sonic, yeah. I just absolutely love that record. I find it. Well, fun. yeah, it's, it's kind of a a tribute to people like D'Angelo and and just like R and B yes. stars like that. But it doesn't yeah. take itself too seriously. It yeah, that's the in a year in which all of us were forced to take ourselves very seriously because you wound up in scenarios where you're at the house by yourself a lot mm-hmm. or where. You know, everywhere you go, you're wearing a mask. Every, everything you do, there's somebody watching you. Or you're by yourself trying to figure out what you're going to do. Like, is the yeah. world going to change enough that we do at some point get back to some form of normal? What is the new normal? The new normal being used so much, it drives you crazy. Just that phrase drives you nuts. Yeah. To hear a record, the polar opposite of what my record of the year was, right? To hear a record that doesn't take itself too seriously, that does open itself up to fun, that does allow you to escape, and the fact that Bruno could sing his little face off, you know, and Anderson, yeah. I every time I hear Anderson Pac, I think to myself, man, I wish he worked more. Yeah. Because everything he does, I absolutely love. I, I, he just doesn't miss. He's smooth. He's cool. He's the kind of guy that could write a song about a, well, you're too young for this, but he could write a song like a cigarette commercial. <laughs> or he could write a love song for, you know, whoever. The, yeah. in any great R&B, so he could write a Sam Cooke song, you know? Yeah. All right, so is that a wrap? I think so. I think that is a wrap. That is a wrap. Those are our records of the year. Record. Check out our friends at the Gin Project. The Gin Project. .com. Check out our buddy at Revolver Records. Go. 12th Avenue. Go Elvis. Go home. Copyright 2022.